0: what's up everybody out there welcome to southern man western town and this is uh just a quick update i when i first started this podcast i did not have any way of putting music on here some of it was my own technology problems and other was just getting the rights to uh put my own music and other people's music on the podcast so you'll hear me bitching about it in some of these uh monologues in my early first 12 episodes or so but uh, just letting you know you, I have added music to every show so kind of ignore me bitching that I can't get it on here cause it's gonna be on here now thanks for listening to Southern Man Western Town talk to you guys later <laughs> Okay. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Southern Man in a Western Town, this is episode 15, I'm still here talking to myself, got up at 2.30 this morning, it's about 6.15 now, the day has not been going smooth so far, but I'll make it work here down in West Valley City, Utah, basically Salt Lake City delivering kit kats and hershey bars and all that kind of shit to this place that was supposed to already have me started an hour ago got up at 2 30 drove down here was on time They're an hour and a half behind that's how it is truckers trucker life didn't choose this life but it's the way it is so if you hear the intro to this show, you're going to notice that you're going to hear a little Spanish guitar, and that's me just goofing around on my Spanish guitar in my living room at home. Probably, it's, I didn't even check to see if it was tin tune. Didn't care, sounded in tune to me. <laughs> just a little Spanish A minor harmonic minor type deal for the intro. Still can't get my own music in the background on a podcast because they it's an infringing on my own copyright, which is kind of fucked up, but that's the way it is. I'll figure it out one day. Still doing the show by myself. Basically, a, not a show, basically a commentary at this point. I do have some guests that are going to be coming on, mostly all local Utah musicians. I've talked to several of them. Almost had a uh, finally my first guest on Saturday, but then I got I had to go to work a little earlier than I thought. And then Sunday it snowed, we were gonna reschedule that day, and it screwed up. So, shout out to Patrick Neville, he was gonna come on. He was a singer and guitarist for uh, Balls Capone, local band. But we'll get him on soon. And I've talked to some members of Ginger and the Gents, Reloaded. Terrence Hanson, Nick Johnson. Talked to a lot of people that are probably going to be on the show. I just uh, got to line it all up. It's mainly my fault. I'm working 13 days in a row last time. Well, last week, finally had a Sunday off. Now I'm 13 days in a row again. And then I'm going to have a couple of gigs coming up myself that I got to play. was going to have Tombstone Jesus on, but that didn't work out at all. I think he's... I don't know what the deal is with that. We were... uh, We're friends, I don't know if we still are. He's a local wrestler for Devotion Championship Wrestling. Um, They're all kind of mad at me over there. Not sure why. Well, I can kind of give you... Let me give you some background on that whole fucking situation. So, Devotion Championship Wrestling is a company here in Salt Lake City. Relatively new. I guess they've been, I don't know, maybe a year or so. I don't know recently got tv but they are basically wrestling in my in a wrestling ring that i used to own that i would sold to war wrestling and then they let them use it but anyway i had made a comment once on an instagram page where they were training or it may have been facebook i don't know they were training some people and i was and i just made a comment some of those guys some of those people don't need to be in the ring and i was right there's there's some of those guys are like five foot three and 250 pounds and you're getting trained by people that were never properly trained in the first place dangerous and stupid anyway i mean if you're five foot three and you're 250 pounds i mean you might might make it in the wrestling business but most likely you're not going to and most likely they're just going to use you to do battle royals and shit and you ain't going to get any money you're not going to get paid you're going to get hurt they ain't going to pay for your insurance so that's the only comment I ever made. So then, anyway, maybe a month went by, a couple weeks, whatever, and I uh, emailed Manny Lemons. He calls himself. I don't know what the fuck his real name is. Stupid gimmick, M- Manny Lemons. Anyway, I called him uh, or emailed him on uh, Instagram, and uh, you know, I just said, you know, I'm a former wrestling manager, wrestler, commentator, announcer you could use me let me know wouldn't mind doing something here and there on a saturday um i work right across the street on Saturdays a lot over vivid smart arena doing security My buddy tombstone jesus is wrestling there maybe you could use me he em- emails me back so, no we're good everything in life's a test he just, just starts lecturing me and I, this guy's probably 30 fucking years old i'm 50 two the next month and he's gonna lecture me that everything in life's a test he's right everything in life is a test and Manny Lemons you uh, your test was to come up with a good gimmick and you came up with Manny fucking lemons and then they then they went after me on Twitter saying they've never heard of me and this is my music page i you know I said I don't need to do that shit I'm a musician really I'm not even a, in the wrestling business anymore and I was always doing it part-time music was always my main deal they were like well we've never heard of you then i go on their page i got more fucking followers than they do some stupid drama bullshit that's if you're in the pro wrestling business and you don't get caught up in drama you're lucky because that's usually all it is a bunch of dumb fucks uh, drama shit all the time but anyway so but anyway they've that's the whole story with that but now tombstone jesus looks like he, he was supposed to come on the podcast he shined me and maybe they did a thing where they told everybody to not have nothing to do with me or i don't know but maybe they did maybe they didn't anyway they got vince russo you know former wwe writer he's been blackballed in the wrestling business for years he no one will hire him but they did, but he's you know, he's over in Denver, so it's not a far flight for him. And they do have T V now, Devotion Championship Wrestling goes on TV and I think March sixth or March seventh on a local station, um, which is carries the C W thirty here. So I'm gonna what I'm decided to do and I'm gonna do this objectively, believe it or not. And you'll see that I will be doing it objectively. Probably gonna try to watch the show, make some notes and then do a report on it, like a lot of the wrestling podcasts nationwide do reports on Monday Night Raw and uh, Smackdown and all that Um, AEW, I'm gonna do a report on this one, since it's a local Utah thing it's kind of what my podcast is based around give you the uh, ins and outs you know, some commentary on the product if it's good I'll say so if the matches are good I'll say so if they're not I'll say so I don't really give a shit I don't have a dog in the hunt um, or, and I did listen to Vince Russo's podcast yesterday I think it's called Russo the Brand and they kind of just he has a lot of podcasts a lot of them are shit. I can't even listen to most of them, but I'll listen to one or two here and there. He did mention, he mentions he comes out here, but he doesn't really ever say anything about it. He, but he's usually bitching about having to travel. But then I heard him uh, yesterday on the podcast mention it, Mentioned they have TV, Mentioned he had written the shows, and he was already bitching that somebody had changed the finish to one of the matches, bitched about it, bitched about it, and changed it without him knowing it, which screwed the referee up referee counted three when the person's when he was supposed to and the person like kicked out after two or something like that so i can kind of tell some of it's already going to be fucked up hopefully they got that on a different camera angle or something where they don't don't show that but i can almost guess who it was that changed the finish anyway so that'll be coming up sometime in march uh this or maybe this next podcast i'll have some report on devotion championship wrestling um, the other local companies in town, UCW, um, I'm not sure what's going on with them. They, last I heard, they're, uh, they were the biggest wrestling company in town. They probably still are. They just don't really have TV. I think they do YouTube and stuff, but I'm not sure who even still runs that. Um, was, uh, Martin Casas, I think that's how you say his name. Um, friend of mine from way back, he was, he's the, he was the Lucha Underground heavyweight champion for a while uh, he was he was part owner but I don't know I know he showed up at devotion championship wrestling once I'm not sure what he's going going on with him and then Stevie Slick was the other part owner which is his name Steve Nilsen I'm um, not sure he's uh, he's getting on up there in age he's probably in his 60s somewhere so I'm not sure if he's definitely hopefully, still not lacing up the boots but he still may own it but yeah they were moving out of their building they've been in forever so i'm not sure what's going on with them wrestling alliance of the rockies war which is the company that i was most associated with when i did uh do independent wrestling here in utah they uh they're kind of on hiatus i know they loan their, their rings getting used by devotion so i'm not sure what's going on with that and they're not really putting on any shows right now i don't think and then uh There's one called Epic, I think it's called Epic Championship Wrestling, something like that, EPW or something, but I don't know anything really about those guys. I haven't seen them putting on any shows, so I'm not sure what's going on with them. And then there was uh, Extreme Championship Wrestling, which I was with for probably about a year. They're like hardcore style wrestling. I don't think they're still putting on shows. I know one of their guys is in prison, so I don't think he's going to be doing anything. I don't know about the other guy. So that's about it for local wrestling news. I'll, you know, like I said, I'll come over, come on next podcast and let you know if I saw the show, what it was like and that kind of thing. So on to music. What we got going on this week, uh... So I just did do event security Sunday for, they did like a hip hop legends tour, so it was ludicrous, uh Ja Rule, uh, Exhibit, Fat Joe, a lot of old school stuff. Wasn't bad, I had to, my job was to just walk the floor, weed myself through the pot smoking, make sure everybody was in their seats. It wasn't a, wasn't a bad deal at all really. Pretty decent concert, old school rap um do have a little bit of music news for myself i i started a credence clearwater revival tribute band ccr tribute band called tombstone shadow that might be why tombstone jesus is pissed off at me because he had a band called tombstone jesus which is also his name which i don't fucking still know what that even means i don't think anybody else does either but uh Tombstone Shadow is a CCR song, So why I named the band that, I don't know if he's pissed at me that they have a song called that, I don't, I don't know, I guess I could have called it something else, I'm sure there's all kinds of CCR bands across the country, I don't think there's one in Utah as far as I know, so I thought Tombstone Shadow was a good good name for it. And we have our first official gig, which is going to be April 11th at the Royal in Murray, Utah. The Royal is owned by Royal Bliss, the pretty damn popular band from Salt Lake City. I'm not sure who's on the bill with us yet. I haven't gotten the email confirmation on that. That'll be April 11th, which is a Saturday at the Royal in Murray, Utah. Before that, though, I'll have uh, March 21st. I'm over at the Notch Pub in... uh, Camas, Utah. March 21st from like 8 to 11. Just doing the J-Law Trio thing. We we're going to do some Hendrix, Stevie Ray Vaughan, Santana. They usually like a little country music up in that area. That's like Rodeoville there. So we'll probably doing some Johnny Cash and Dwight Yoakam and George Strait and some shit like that. Um, April 4th, be back in Ogden, Utah, where I... Town I live in, which at the Yes Hell, which is over on Grand Avenue there. It's a pretty cool little place. They got Wimpy and Fritz uh, tacos in the back, which is really good, it's like street style taco deal. And uh, good live music there, good drinks. Sam Smith, and, uh, I think Melissa Peterson, they kind of run that joint. Um, played there twice before, maybe three times before. It's always been pretty good. Um, hopefully gonna have a lot of people out at that shows day before my birthday so hopefully have 10 or 15 of my associates come out I guess you'd call them that um acquaintances maybe that's a better word than associates <laughs> but anyway got my uh bass player Doug Wright uh, the guy I've been using he was supposed to be on that gig and he says he didn't uh, know about it which he obviously did because I got the text messages but <laughs> I don't know, Doug. What's up with that? I mean, anyway, I got Ray. I don't know how you say this guy's name. Oph, Ofe, Ophelis, Ophicus, something. Uh, but he's a he's a killer bass player. He has like a Rush tribute band, and he uh, plays in a couple other bands in town. He's got he's a really good singer. May have him sing a Rush tune or something like that. There. So he's gonna. That's the first gig we're gonna do, ever with him. I'll have Van Christensen on the drums that night. Um, and the March 21st gig out in canvas I got a new drummer, uh, Carter, I don't know, I'm going to mess his name up too, Potacek, something like that. I don't know how to say these guys' last names. I don't know if they're migrating from Poland over here or what. <laughs> Just kidding, guys, those probably aren't even Polish names, but, um, well, can't you have an easy name like Lawrence? I don't know anyway got uh doug wright and carter on that gig that's for carter's first gig with me there so we'll see how that rolls um my neck after the april 11th uh, ccr tribute gig we'll see how that goes and hopefully i can book some more of those um but after that i don't really have anything a couple of solo uh, i have a trio gig in june i have to check the date on that i want to say the 15th or 16th Park City outside should be nice weather by then, and I think August 5th I am solo in Park City at the library there for Mountain Town Music. I'm not sure what that's all about playing at the library early too. It's like 11 a.m. We'll see how it goes. Um, as far as the other bands in town this weekend, I know Ginger and the Gents probably. Eh, maybe the second or third most popular band right now out of Salt Lake City I want to say they draw a huge crowd and they're pretty good I've watched a lot of their videos listened to some of their songs a couple of the songs to be honest were uh, I won't say plagiarized but I was just pretty close but the last uh, originals I've heard were really good and they were definitely original and but who in rock hasn't plagiarized something? But yeah, their new stuff is uh, pretty good. Um, they're playing at Kamikaze's up in Ogden Friday. And I think Saturday their score is down in Lehigh. Hopefully I'm going to have Chan. That's their singer. I don't know if it's Shan or Chan. I don't know how you say her name. But hopefully she's the lead singer. Hopefully going to have her on the podcast. I did talk to her about it. Maybe if I have time, I'll even shoot up there Friday and interview her before their gig in Ogden. But I'm not sure if that's going to work out. And then uh, Jesse, the guitar player, I've kind of known him a little bit. I know we—I know he's came to some of my gigs. I may—may may even have played a gig with his. You know, same Bill, his one of his older bands. I don't know. He's a little younger than me. Um, good guy though. Maybe I'll uh, interview him. Not sure if the guys from Balls Capone are playing anywhere this week. Not sure where Royal Bliss is. I heard they've been in and out of a, playing on the road and stuff. Touring with uh, Fozzie a little bit this in Blue October. I know they were just in Vegas. Um, and let's see. I don't know who else is uh, playing around town right now. To, um, but I guess the main ones to go see is... Uh, ginger and the gents uh, they uh, they pack the house always seems like a good time yeah, I don't get to go to a lot of these things like I said I work all the time a lot of the other musicians in town just think well he just don't fucking care he doesn't support the scene he doesn't come out and see any of us they don't realize I work five jobs and uh, outside of doing this podcast which I don't consider a job so I'm usually just in a truck talking to myself <laughs> um and with a few listeners out there, I know you're there, and I appreciate you. I know we're slowly building some listeners. And as soon as I get some gas, I'm sure it'll build itself up some. But, yeah, I got, you know, I'm always working. I got three kids. I got one I see, you know, every other weekend or, you know, every third weekend. And I got the two that I live with and wife at home. Um, so... You know, my favorite thing to do is hang out with my kids and wife. I'm not going to go hang out in bars, I, especially you know these days. You have more than two drinks, you're fucked you to go home and get a DUI. So I don't hang out at any bars. Don't really go to any bars. Um, but I wouldn't mind starting to get out a little more and check it out. But you know, I don't. I'm not. I'm an older guy now. It's not really my thing to go hang out in in bars. If I do, I would be bringing my wife with me and we might have a drink or two and some food and and bail. But that doesn't mean you all shouldn't go. I used to hang at them when I was in my 20s, 30s, a little bit, mainly 20s. But if you're single and you're, or even if you're not, you're young, go out and have some fun. See Ginger and the Gents, a lot of cool bars to go to if that's your thing. Just be careful about the drinking and driving. I wouldn't do it. Don't do it. You could hurt somebody, you could hurt yourself all kinds of ubers and lifts and cabs and we got the subway here I don't think they call it a subway here but it's called a light rail. I mean they've even got a light rail train in Ogden I take you all the way to Provo. it's crazy double decker so there's no reason to drink and drive but uh, be careful even you know you're usually good if you have one drink. You go to that second drink, uh, I don't know, you probably still drive, but you'll get a DUI. You go to that third drink, you probably shouldn't be driving. But that's on the music scene, but uh, stay tuned. There'll be more music for my CCR cover band. Oh, yeah, I mean, a lot of people have been kind of really asking why the CCR cover band. All the cover bands in town do two or three of their songs. The main reason is because I sound a lot like John Fogarty when I sing, which I can sound. Sometimes I can sound exactly like him, especially when I do I do some of their songs. Anyway, um, I've been told that not just I'm not just not saying that. I've been told that by other bands and that have opened up for me and that I've opened up for that I sound just like him or a lot like him, and that's the main reason for that. And you know I like their songs. I don't like I don't listen to a lot of rock music anymore, but I, wanna I, you know I like that style kind of a country blues rock even though they're a Southern California band I can relate to all the Southern things they sing about fitting with this podcast Southern Man, Western Town I'll be doing Southern songs from a Western band I guess <laughs> um, mainly their hits but I'll, you know, I'll throw in Tombstone Shadows that's the name of the band thought about naming it Cro- Cross Tie Walker too, that's another one of their songs and that's a cool name too, but I don't know We'll stick with Tombstone Shadow for now. Um, That's it for that. Um, not gonna talk much about trucking news other than a, a word around town that like Conway Trucking is trying to take over the whole of the local market here in Salt Lake. Hopefully that doesn't happen because I like to stay with the company I'm at. Work for DST Trucking. And we have a lot of local business. Uh, enjoy working for them always been really good to me make enough money to get by still have to do a couple other jobs too but it's not their fault that's my own deal there and what else oh and today is super tuesday i guess they call it in the uh, political world this is where you I guess 14 states vote on the Democratic candidate today. Um, a lot of them are dropped out at this point. You, know, you got Bernie Sanders still in there. Got Joe Biden still in there. Got Elizabeth Warren still in there. I think that's, I think that may be it. Uh, I think Tulsi Gabbard's still in there, but she hasn't been doing any other debates and be... I don't even think she's polling right now. I'm not sure what she's doing. If she's gonna try to switch over and be a, run as an independent, that'd be interesting. I'm not sure whose votes she would take away then. I guess she would take some of the moderate Democrats that lean a little right of center votes, maybe. Um, a lot of Democrats are gonna realize that that's a lost cause. You know, they're just basically voting for Trump at that point. Um, but you know, she may take some voters from Trump because she is. Big, you know, she's a former veteran, uh, big on military, um, pro marijuana, pro health care. So, see what happens with that. Right now, it's looking at like it's going to be Biden or um, Bernie though, Sanders, because they're the only ones that's really winning anything. Uh, I don't think Senator Warren's or uh, Elizabeth Warren's won any. State, I don't think she's has any delegates. So she, I can foresee her probably dropping out, maybe probably run as a vice for someone, but I don't know. She's been attacking Bernie and stuff and debates. I'm not sure. They have a lot of similar policies. I'm not sure what that was all about or if they can patch things up or he's just going to throw in for Biden or what. All, most all the other candidates that have dropped out have all thrown support for Biden, um, including uh, Beto O'Rourke, which I guess he just did that yesterday. Um, so it seems like it's kind of a similar situation like it was last time during the uh, Clinton Trump race where they kind of Democratic Party kind of shoved Bernie out of the way. Best they could, and got behind Hillary, and then, you know, in my opinion, she was a flawed candidate. I I did support Hillary. I I liked a lot of the things she did, but uh, her and her husband had such a bad rep with so many people. They just a lot of the Democrats weren't going to vote for her, and uh, that hurt the Democratic Party. Um, I think we would have been better off in a lot of the social. Aspects with Hillary as a president, um, economy-wise, fiscally, I think we had probably been about the same. I think Obama had the Obama administration had that lined up for whoever came in, Republican or Democrat, as long as they didn't really fuck with the system, they were gonna they were gonna be okay in the with the economy. Um, of course, Trump has a good economy right now because of that, but not just because of that. He can't give it all. Can't give all the credit to the Obama administration. Some of it was, uh, you know, the fact that he took all the regulations off of so many things. I mean, anytime you deregulate anything, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna create jobs. and But I mean, some of those regulations needed to be in place. They were important. They were environmental things uh you know now you can just dump shit in rivers now you can drill for oil anywhere you want You can, it's not good the air quality is getting worse and, you know of course they all deny the climate change thing which is i can't understand how anybody could deny it it's pretty fucking obvious that it's happening and uh whether it's man-made or it's not man-made which they, they say it is most scientists agree i think it's like what 93 percent of the scientists agree that man has uh, uh contributed to the climate crisis you can even see the night nasa photos from uh, from the earth looking down on it and see how it's happening uh anybody that works around water you know i know some people that do can kind of see it firsthand hand daily don't see it a lot here in utah i mean you can a little bit but the air quality of utah is already horrible i, mean, I don't know if Ever uh, study that? Salt Lake City has the worst air in the country, just because of the way the mountains sit and uh, creates like an inversion. The cold air kind of keeps keeps below the hot air. Really bad, bad air quality. Um, And deregulating all the factories and stuff didn't uh, help that any. It actually contributes to deaths and stuff. It's, It's nuts. I think China is the only people that have air as bad as Salt Lake City and ours may, I think ours is even worse sometimes. But so far, you know, that's the political thing today. We'll see how today pans out. I'm thinking it's looking like everybody's rallying behind Biden and uh, they may try to shove Bernie out again. I don't think that's a good idea. I don't think Biden can beat Trump. I used to like Joe Biden. I still like Joe Biden, but uh, he just seems like he's not fired up and not as uh with it as it anymore as he used to be is like uh he's not as sharp in his thinking stumbles on his words and kind of gets lost in his thoughts which that's that's kind of the way trump is is that's just, but that's just kind of the way it is when you're you know you get past 70 years old um that's just the way it seems to be uh but interestingly enough i think bernie sanders is older than both of those guys and he seems still kind of sharp I haven't seen any kind of seen that with him yet so we'll see how it goes um i think bernie has the best chance of beating trump he's a far extreme other side of the coin to the to trump but he he's he rallies a lot of the young people and getting you know I think, what was it, 45% of the people are the only people that voted last time. I wanna say that, I mean, don't don't quote me on those numbers, but I think it was something like that. So most people did, the majority of the people didn't even vote, um, but he seems to be able to get some of those people out. You know, people that vote for Trump are gonna vote for Trump. People that vote for Republicans are gonna to tend, to, tend to vote Republican. They're not gonna get swayed by but Democratic socialists like uh, Bernie Sanders are not going to go that far in the other direction, but they're, they're I don't think they're going to vote for Biden either. They not they didn't like Obama, so I don't think he's gonna I don't think any of the candidates are going to grab any of the Republicans onto their side. Biden may a few because back back in the day, Biden did he was kind of more middle of the aisle uh, Democrat. Um, him and John McCain on the Republican side used to work together a lot on stuff and So a possibility he could. I don't think Trump's pulling any of the Democrats on his side, but you never know. Can't speak for everyone. But by the time we do another podcast we'll see. We'll know a little bit more who the who the Democratic candidate's gonna be and then Start moving forward to November to see who's gonna run the country for another four years. Um, it's hard to say from right now, but probably looking like Trump's got a pretty good base out there and a good economy going. Um, terrible social policies, uh, you know. A lot of a lot of brinks of war we've been on in the last four years with different countries and. Healthcare system's a fucking disaster, and the the climate denying is a uh, fucking stupid. Uh, half the shit he says is fucking stupid. Most of it is, the majority of it's lies. That's why I, I don't really get that they all hated Hillary and called her a liar. I don't. I've never seen a politician lie as much as Trump. Just stupid lies too. At least hers were halfway believable when you had to go study about it to figure out if she lied or not. His are so stupid, a five-year-old kid knows he's lying. But his base doesn't care. They don't care. They think he's the second coming of Jesus. I don't know how the hell that happened, (laughs) but... And why they think a guy from Queens that has done crooked business his whole life cares about rural people, especially in Southern rural people. I don't get why they vote that way. I get why they didn't, you know, while well, they wanted away from Obama and they don't want to admit it but a lot of it had racial things but enough about politics we touched on pro wrestling or semi pro wrestling here in Utah I guess independent wrestling they call it pro wrestling but if you ain't making a living at it it ain't, you ain't pro anything unless you're making a living at it that's the way the definition works why i don't call myself a pro musician anymore i I did i made all my living with music for probably about 10 years eight to 10 years so i was a pro then now i call myself a semi-pro musician because i make some money doing it but i don't the definition of that you have to rely if you rely on music for all of your income and you're making it then you're a pro musician i don't do that I rely on the majority of my income now comes from trucking Which is a hell of a lot less stressful believe it or not than music a lot less drama (laughs) Um, Wrestling you're never gonna make any real money I mean you make unless you uh, go to the big leagues, which it's almost easier to get into the NBA Wrestlers around here. I mean if you make a hundred dollars a match you're lucky. You may sell some t-shirts or eight by tens or whatever you may sell some hats some merch, make a couple hundred bucks but most even really really good on in demand independent scene wrestlers are mainly used formerly pro wrestlers formerly wwe wrestlers and they you know they may make five to a thousand five hundred to a thousand bucks so there's not really any real money to be made in that locally He may make like I said an extra $100 or $200 a month um, but that's about it for today the next podcast we'll talk about see where the CCR tribute band is I'll give you some more updates on the guests we are going to have guests I promise you I know this is like 15 shows of no, no guests just me sitting here talking to myself <laughs> hopefully you're listening share your opinion with me go to Jeff S. Lawrence or at Jeff S. Lawrence 1 on Twitter at Jeff S. Lawrence 1 on Instagram you can find me at Jeff Lawrence Music it might be Jeff S. Lawrence Music but I think it's Jeff Lawrence Music I should know that um, also on Facebook I believe I'm Jeff S. Lawrence 1 on there too um That's about it. I would rather hear from you on Twitter. Let me know if you listen to the show. Let me know if you support the show. If you support it, go to Spotify. is where I post this show at. Hit your uh, follow button or your subscribe button. And uh, leave me a review. I promise you we will be having some guests coming up real soon. Uh, Most of them are going to be local musicians. But I am going to veer off of that here and there. So... Until next time, this is Jeff Lawrence signing off for Southern Man on a Western Town. We hope all of you have a great day, a great week, and I'll talk to you again soon.